0: Sean. Good evening, sir. How do you do? Do you say sire? Or I said sir? Sir. Might what? as well say sire and do a little bow, a little curtsy. Put your head in the dirt.
1: It's an no ho summer and I got two bitches on my wish list. I've been asking for a fucking fixin Sean nasty. Noho Devil, creator of this diaspora But I'ma keep it low-key like a real G Welcome back to Text Before Calling. I am your host, Sean Nasty. Joining me as always is Eric, the Wheelman Wheeler. <laughs> Mr. Wheelman, how do you do today, sir?
0: Yeah, what do you want?
1: Um, to do a wonderful show for our adoring audience. Hi, Sanj. Yeah our audience of one. Hello, Sanj. Thank you for joining us.
0: Well, you know, uh, our old buddy Daniel Borders-Ash, I think he's a regular listener, too, listens on the reg.
1: Yeah, right on. Uh, speaking of those up, who what, listen on hold the on, reg... Hold on,
0: hold, oh, on, man, hold on, hold I was,
1: on. I was rolling into a thing.
0: What up, Dan? How's the drive from Tacoma? Good? Is this okay, go on. Is audio assault? What? No, Dan... Oh, Dan's not part of audio assault. You I'm assuming Joe? that got a laugh. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> One more time.
1: I'm assuming that got a laugh. I don't know.
0: Yep. God bless Joe. <laughs> National treasure, Joe Gibson.
1: So, so what did you interrupt me for, sir? Sorry.
0: Oh, just to ask Dan how the drive was going to or from Tacoma, Washington. Ah, gotcha. Dan, take a look out the window. See the passing foliage, 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 foliage.
1: Spoilage. I That's just stupid. Old man, take a look at your life. I'm a light, light, lot like you were.
0: Yeah. Dan, turn on the windshield wipers. Dan, turn off the windshield wipers. <laughs> Dan, your eyelids are getting awfully heavy. Maybe it's time to pull off the side of the road. Go to your favorite diner, the Greasy Spoon. Maybe it's time to put a nickel or two in that old jukebox. Play your favorite hits, such as Take Me Back to the Waffle House. Too Wet to Plow, Assorted Other Greatest Hits.
1: Speaking of our beloved listeners, I just want to remind you all that the podcast feed is moving. Once again, the podcast feed is moving. We are no longer going to be on SoundCloud, so please go over to Fallcast.com and click on the iTunes link to resubscribe or get your new RSS feed, something that the Wheelman was uh, unfortunately incapable of doing. So... I had to uh, inform him of such things again. So, considering none of my co-hosts have figured this out, I shall remind the audience continually.
0: Sean, if you didn't have self-promotional luck, you wouldn't have no luck at all. Huh. Gots to
1: make your own luck in this world.
0: That's Mm. not true. That's what people say before they commit suicide. (laughs)
1: Um, I, I assume that's yeah. Before you commit most acts of atrocity, I don't know about suicide. That's
0: um. no. I'm I'm thinking more like a dirt bike stunt.
1: Oh, I, you'd, you'd consider that a suicide? Yeah. Huh. Self-inflicted homicide, maybe. If
0: you yeah. if you make some grandiloquent statement before mm. you do a dirt bike stunt, <laughs> then yeah, you I assume think you're that's intentional. <laughs> yeah. I think you know you're going out. It, Right on. That certainly... You want people to remember your flowery language and not your mangled corpse. Hmm.
1: In this day and age of uh, cameras, though, I don't think that's possible. I think... Sean. Yeah. Sean. Mr. Wheelman.
0: Sean, mangle me gently.
1: Rock me Amadeus?
0: Mangle me gently, sir.
1: I, I don't even know what that means.
0: I don't know. It sounds like something someone would say to Richard Gere. <laughs>
1: You saw a very different version of Pretty Woman than I did.
0: Sean, who would you say your Man Crush Monday is?
1: Man Crush Monday. Um, hmm. Uh, yeah, pick one. Is is uh, George Clooney too out of fashion?
0: It's a little boring. It's a it's little staid. A little mundane. Uh,
1: yeah. E- even though he's a, a CIA operative. Um Let's see yes, here.
0: because okay. he's a CIA operative. If he was something sexy like the NSA, oh, gotcha. Then we'd be talking. Or
1: that new organization that uh, gave the telescopes to NASA, whatever the hell that thing's called that no one gave knew
0: about. The telescopes to NASA? You talking about ancient aliens? No, no. I mean, it might as well have
1: been. It was like some organization that no one had ever heard of before. Some like ROI or something the like that. the
0: Brotherhood of Mutants. Basically, yeah. It was
1: like it's like some NSA, you know, type organization that said that uh nasa was allowed to use the satellites but not allowed to point them at earth
0: they gave nasa the (laughs) telescopes that seems backwards yeah did nasa give them the tanks and the missiles
1: (laughs) nope this is just you know these were obsolete telescopes because they have better ones now but nasa's all like hey our telescopes aren't that good not as good as your old ones
0: I got you. It's like if someone gives you an old Samsung phone. Exactly, yeah. But says, don't call my mother on this. Do not look at the pictures. I was not able to delete it. Yeah, don't. Just leave the camera roll locked. Exactly, yeah. That's fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, now NASA's spying on us. No big deal.
0: Wait, did you give me a Man Crush Monday?
1: Um, I was still on George Clooney, and then I tried to uh, veer away from uh, having to. Just give me some. Give me, you
0: gotta go younger than Clooney. Give me
1: a, an under forty. Under, under forty. Under forty. Um. Yeah. I, Jesus, man, like, I don't even know the names of people. I am completely out of touch with the world. Is Zach Efron a thing? I can't yeah. even place a face with that, but I, God, you I know have that really name.
0: fucking basic tastes man. men. I, I,
1: I, that's just like the first male name under 40 that popped into my head. So, I yeah, the first that's,
0: name that's been stuck in your head for the last 10 years.
1: Well, I mean, I'm looking at his poster on my wall and, you know, I have the, uh, yeah. the Teen Bop magazine with him on the cover, but
0: Yeah, uh, high school musicals one, two, and three playing on YouTube different monitors is it
1: that's that's him he's a high school he's not a he was a
0: high school musical oh i see okay he was not a twilighter gotcha
1: they're all the same aren't they
0: no he was he was a cut above the twilighters really yeah
1: like uh, an actual actor
0: yeah although i gotta say i like the kristen stewart um she was a big twilighter oh gotcha she was the main twilighter isn't she like the doe-eyed vacant head chick the what doe-eyed vacant headed chick uh, yeah. Among her other virtues.
1: <laughs> if you consider that a, a virtue, but, uh,
0: okay. Uh, no, I think she, I think she actually is a real actress. I gotcha. think she, she's been good and stuff. Do you ever see, uh, Adventureland? Um, no, I don't think I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, so. I like her, I like her style in those movies. She's super, you know, anxious and nervous and wide-eyed and empty-headed, just like the perfect woman. <laughs>
1: Uh, I, I hope Sam is there to, uh, to ultimately
0: undead. I mean, what else can you ask for? Um,
1: yeah, that, that was my only criteria for uh yep. female companionship Good is hair, undead.
0: Nice and greasy. Yeah.
1: Isn't everyone undead though? I mean, isn't that like, no, know, if you're
0: not dead. No. Cause you're, so the difference is there's living, there's dead and there's the undead, yeah. but you can't call them living cause they're not living. So rather unliving doesn't sound cool. Undead sounds cool. I don't know. That's
1: like pro-choice and pro-abortion. It's just you know stupid words.
0: I'm Semantics. unchoice.
1: <laughs> exactly, a very unchoice to you, sir. Yeah, uh, I don't like anyone with choices. I don't know. I just go with pro-death. It's better.
0: Well, as as a libertarian, you believe that every white man should have the choice to live his own best life.
1: Every white
0: landowning male. Yes. Yeah. That certainly,
1: yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. You want to make America great again, like 17th century America. <laughs> like, that was when the it greatest was still a colony.
1: When we were still committing genocide.
0: Yeah. Let's still, yeah. Like, we knocked that off. Are you implying that we're still genocidal? No, it's not like, you know. We focus on a specific region or set of people or anything. <laughs> we you know, we we spread the death and destruction around. Sometimes we attack Europe, sometimes South America. But much like, like we
1: much like Hillary, Hillary Clinton, we can't and, come out and say it. We have to, you know, be coy about it. We can't just call sure. it genocide anymore. We we had an open war on the Indians. We can't just have an open war on what, everyone that's brown.
0: No, just the, the brown people who disagree with the other brown people that we happen to find politically expedient. <laughs> <laughs> That's just politics. That's not genocide. I, why do they have to be mutually exclusive? Genocide can't serve politics?
1: I was just watching a uh, documentary on Hitler's Olympics. So uh, yeah, it can all be... yeah.
0: What was his 200 meter time? <laughs> <laughs> a couple hours. Uh, you know. <laughs> Heartbreak in Munich. <laughs> He got, Adolf fails to qualify.
1: <laughs> he tripped on his
0: mustache. Yeah. What if instead of going to art school, he just wanted to be like a pole vaulter?
1: That's we might have been in a much different world at this point.
0: Do you believe that? Do you believe in that theory that like if it wasn't for him, then Nazi Germany would never have happened? Because I, I mean, it was it was uh, a powder keg. He was a matchstick. Like, oh
1: yeah yeah. Okay,
0: um, he's a powerful speaker, but that doesn't those conditions don't just arise overnight. Right. Um,
1: But he was, you know, much like uh, the dude, he was the right man for his time and place. So, sure.
0: Well, I mean, again, to go back to the omnipresent DT, I mean, what is interesting about Donald Trump is not the shit he says. He's just, you know, a doofus Mm -hmm. saying whatever pops into his head. What's interesting is people's reaction yeah, yeah. and him being like, "I don't like Muslims," and people being like, "Yeah, me neither." And <laughs> oh, that's okay to like, say now. Yeah. yeah, like you are very excited to say this in public. Yeah. Well, I
1: mean, you know, like, like you were saying, uh, the the sort of ebb and flow that that uh, political backlash of all this political correctness that's been forced down our throats for so long.
0: You know, I know. You I know. Take I, issue I know. I, I know. I keep saying this, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a point worth repeating. Sure. Have you ever heard someone other than a white man, or a bitch maybe about white political woman, correctness. yeah, yeah, who has ever had an issue with political correctness? Um, no. Certainly, but I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a totally invalid thing. I'm just saying, like, well, perhaps we have a skewed perspective. Well, I mean, the
1: the counterpoint to your argument, essentially, is that political correctness is for white people, essentially. It's it's not something that is foisted upon other portions of the culture. It's really just that sort of white guilt that is exploited in the, uh, (laughs) you know, propagation of political correctness, essentially.
0: It's white-on-white um, crime. Here's here's the difference, though. The, the punishment for being politically incorrect mm-hmm. is someone disparaging you or oh, someone yeah. being rude to you or you feeling bad. A look The, yeah, the yeah. punishment for a black guy speaking rudely to a cop could be him getting his fucking face blown off.
1: Well, the punishment for a white guy speaking rudely to
0: a cop could could be getting his face blown off. I mean, that, no, I'm saying statistically that is not the case.
1: I don't believe that statistically bears out. I think that it, it it's it's certainly a higher percentage, but it's not
0: historically statistically. Okay, historically, yes. I don't know about that's what I'm saying. There is a real centuries long history of sure, if sure. black people speak out, there are physical consequences yeah whereas a white guy gets criticized and says you know i'm fucking oppressed in my own country i can't even say racist shit without people yelling at me well
1: but i mean isn't the isn't the point to to bring everybody up rather than bring people down
0: it is but when you know it's such like a, a platitude to say i understand but When you are used to privilege, equality feels like oppression. That's just a fact.
1: Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, we don't have to to, be—to achieve equality, we can go up or down. We don't have to—you know what I mean? We we don't have to bring everyone down. We could bring everyone up.
0: um, Yes, but part of the social contract in America, the racial contract, Mm -hmm. has been— you can be a poor, white, slob piece of shit with no prospects, mm-hmm. but society will always value you more than an educated black man, Asian man, Latino man, whatever. Sure. And that's not the case anymore, and there is true anger and resentment about that because this is different for the first time in American history, you know. hmm Oh, an educated minority is more valuable to everyone in the eyes of society than a worthless, sack of shit, uneducated white guy. And this is unprecedented.
1: Well, I think that's that's been the case for a while. That
0: for a, a while, what,
1: since 1982? Um, yeah, my lifetime. That's yeah. all that really matters. We've already established
0: that's when time began. <laughs> then, you sound like Lex G. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but I mean, it's like, on the one hand, I understand, like, yeah, if if you were promised your whole life growing up, like you will get this shit no matter what, and it's yeah, yeah. taken away from you. Mm-hmm. I understand the anger, but it's also like step back for a second and look at this rancid contract that you were agreeing to. Oh and certain. think about the anger that other people must have felt, like everyone else in the world.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. But like everything, it it ebbs and flows. And you know
0: Right. And and you know, the the anger the dissatisfaction that Trump is tapping into, I'm not saying that we dismiss that. Like, these are mm-hmm. people who are truly unhappy and they have legitimate reasons to be so. And someone needs to address them and someone needs to offer them something other than just tough, you know, tough shit, you know, figure it out for yourself. But Donald Trump is not the person to solve anything. Oh, no, sir.
1: I, I, I can't imagine anyone is
0: saying that. Well, some people, I mean, it blows my mind, but someone out there. Is looking at these real world problems, these very deep systemic issues, and seeing Donald Trump and saying, "There's the guy that's going to fix it." I,
1: I, I just I, I can't believe that
0: clown, <laughs> you, you know, yapping away again in front of the mic, doing his bad standup routine. Yeah, I mean, and I, that guy's going to help me, going to fix my life.
1: I, I can only assume the people that are are truly in his camp are just looking to destroy the system. Like, I mean, that, you know, the 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 burn it down theory, essentially.
0: That's, I, that's strangely optimistic. Maybe. I mean, delusion is real. Yeah, yeah, certainly. People are delusional. That's true. You know, I mean, and this is what we've heard from political professionals for the last six months. The pivot's coming. The mm. pivot's coming. It's not coming. He is a fucking... You know, horror show. He is a clownish man. This is who he is. Mm-hmm. He's not changing for you or for anyone else.
1: Yeah, and I certainly I, I certainly don't think he's going to get elected, Look, but I don't think it would be the end of society if he did.
0: No, it might be the end of the world. <laughs> Isn't that the same thing? No. So- I mean— it's, it sort of supersedes the end of society. What I'm saying is the world could physically be blasted into oblivion. I, I, yeah, I just don't Look, see it. But yeah. What I'm trying to say is, when Swamp Thing becomes the RNC candidate, he doesn't stop being Swamp Thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, join us for next week's episode of Politinkering, where the wheelman will kill himself on the air. Looking forward to that one, Sean. Please clap. Sean, before we go, ironclad election prediction. Go.
1: Uh, Trump drops out, uh, someone else uh, takes his place, and we have a real election.
0: Could it be Stoli?
1: Uh I would vote for Stolley over Trump, certainly. Stoli 2016.
0: Stoli.